The Giants are flying, as is their forward line, and a key part of it is Brent Daniels. He joins us. Uh, Brent, thanks so much for your time. No worries, fellas. Thanks for having me. Hey, we're just discussing a little bit about leadership groups. I think the Giants are one of those clubs that have got heaps in their leadership group as well. What's important for you when it comes to leadership? I'm more sceptical of teams that have a lot of players in their leadership groups, and perhaps some of those players aren't even in their best 22. Yeah, it's a good discussion. I guess for us, like Toby, for example, um, he probably doesn't say a whole lot off the field, but on the field, he's our best player and stands up in the biggest moments. So mm. for me, I, I feel like the guys that stand up when it matters is, are the best leaders. And, you know, sometimes they don't speak a whole lot, but on field, when it's when the game's there to be won, they'll, they'll be there. How's it been? Uh, I mean, it's always... A, well, I said we were surprised last year by what you did, and that's great, and it was extraordinary. The challenge is to do it again and then do it again. Is that a little bit daunting, and, and what are your observations from the preseason being with the group? Yeah, last year was um, probably a surprise to us as well. Um, we probably didn't expect to be playing in the prelim final. So, yeah, this year it's been a lot different. Um, there's a, definitely a little bit more expectation on our shoulders, and um, it's something that, we're trying to embrace and, um, you know, preseason has been really tough and long and hard and it's been a chance to, I guess, um, work on things that, you know, we uh, thought we needed to improve from last year and um, last year preseason was uh, really based around, you know, learning the game plan. So it's been really solid. But uh, as you said, I, I think as a club, we're, we're in a really strong position and we think we're, um, you know, we're doing the right things and uh, just looking forward to the season. Start. Must have been an incredible... 12 months or, or season, if you like, from uh, slow starts, stress ball was all the focus, and then it just all came together and uh, a couple of wins, a couple of losses, and then all of a sudden, bang, you just you just started playing this incredible brand of footy that uh, clearly the coach could see, maybe not uh, expecting it to come with such a rush, but uh, it, was, it must have been an unbelievable experience. Yeah, it was. It was as you said, it came like really quickly. Um, you know, we were sort of battling halfway through the year. Had a had a couple of really good wins against you know Geelong and Melbourne, um, and then yeah, we just came with a massive rush, which um, you know I think it, it took us by surprise. But you know, once we built momentum and we got a couple of big wins on the board, I think the belief in the group really grew. And King is uh, from the get go was really bullish on uh, where we get to. Mm. He, um, even when we were losing games. He was just saying, like, you guys don't know how good you could be. It's just, you just, you're not nailing little things in games that can yep. turn into big things. So he was so big on us, even when we were losing those games early on. So, um, yeah, as a belief in the group build, I think we just gained momentum. And, yeah, it was a crazy finish of the year, which was a disappointing way to end. But, yeah, it was, um, it was an unbelievable experience. Yeah, it would be painful looking back at that uh, Collingwood prelim final. Just one point. There were a couple of really uh, basic errors made in the. I guess the uh, the tornado that was the last five or six minutes with so much riding on on everything, but uh, oh gee, you were that close. It would give you great, I guess, encouragement to really think that you can push it forward. But the reality is that's a long way down the track. It is. It is. Um, as you said, yeah, it was, you know, we got so close and it was so disappointing. But um, you know, we've been big on you know using the experience as a lesson um, and learning things from it because. You know, if we we stay disappointed and we don't learn our lessons from, from that game, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a waste. And um, we actually had a meeting the other day talking about, you know, the expectation of getting back there and 
you know, not thinking too far into the future. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we really just want to nail the things that we can control and uh, be in the present as hard as it is. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's our main goal at the moment is not thinking too far into the future and uh, managing the expectation on ourselves and, I guess, from the media and things like that as well. Part and parcel of your success were a couple of structural changes uh, sort of early in the season to mid. Harry Himmelberg went from sort of key forward to key back, started distrib- distributing the ball beautifully. Brown went from sort of uh, mid-size back to mid-size forward and, uh, you know, showed what an incredible athlete he is, albeit uh, an Irish athlete. But uh, any more that we should know about now? Um, I don't think so. I think uh, I think everyone will probably stay pretty similar. Yep. Um you know, it might change throughout the year, but uh, I think everyone's sort of expected to play similar roles this year. Um, obviously, we've got a couple of young guys coming through that will probably play pretty early on in the year, but other than that, um, it'll be pretty similar to last year. Would you have played in the grand final had you had you got through because you were KO'd in the prelim? Oh, yeah, I um, yeah, I would have, I think. Um, I passed all the concussion things, right. but um, I didn't have anything you know, after it. So I don't don't really know. But at the time, I passed the concussion test and was ready to come back onto the field. So um, I assume I would have been able to play uh, the next week. Speaking to GWS small forward, Brent Daniels, he's with us. Adam Kingsley's been pretty open with the media and he's given really good access. He spoke about the challenge of implementing a new game plan when he first took over. I imagine the second year you've been able to really go in-depth with that now that the, the basic formation of your, your, your game plan is ingrained in the group. Has that been one of the pluses through this preseason? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, as you said, last year was a lot of game plan stuff and learning it. And this year it's been sort of fine-tuning everything. And I guess with that, the intensity just gradually goes up because everyone's, you know, on board with the game plan. Everyone knows what they're doing. So um, drills can be a bit more expansive um, and the intensity of training can go up as well. So that's probably been the biggest positive comment. You've had a frustrating section of your career. I mean, 2022 must have been excruciating for you. I think you went overseas to try and get some answers with your hammies, which you were able to get. Now, you're still so young. I couldn't believe you. I think you might be just about to turn 25. What would your message be to young players who have a similar start to their career as yours and it regularly gets interrupted through injury? Yeah, I guess uh, for me, it was also, I started my career pretty well. Like I've, made my way into the team and then it sort of came with a rush where I was, did a few hammies and then it sort of came a massive issue and I couldn't get in the park. So um, I think the the biggest message would be just to try new things. Like, you know, you're never wrong. Like, you know, if something doesn't work, it doesn't mean, you know, you've done anything wrong. It's just, uh, try, it's kind of like trial and error a little bit. Is you, you work through things and then you might find something that really works for you and then um, you stick with it. Um, I think that's been a big thing for me over the last couple of years is, I've just tried a lot of different things. Some things have worked, some things haven't. But um, I think at the moment I've found a, you know, a structure around my training that's, um, you know, really works for me. My waist program is, um, you know, it works for me as well. So I just, I just think for guys that are going through little injury periods, is, is just finding something that works for you and um, continue to ask questions for guys that know more than you as well. You're regarded as one of the best small forwards in the competition, not widely. I think uh, it's in some ways still a well-kept secret, but in in some respects, that's the, the great strength of uh, the Giants, but it can also be a, a weakness in that uh, you, you 
I don't think get enough accolades for the job you've done, but uh, the, the data doesn't lie, and champion data have you as an elite small forward. Does it frustrate you at times that you don't get the recognition you're due? <laughs> Thanks for that. I, um, I've definitely got a long way to go to be regarded as one of the best smalls, but um, I don't know. I don't really, I, as you said, like we don't really hear too much of it up in Sydney, mm. um, to be honest. So when we do get recognised, it's kind of a, a talking point around the club where the boys take the piss out of each other a little bit. But um, no, it, to be honest, it doesn't worry me too much. I know, I know my value within the club. Like I know it's cliche, but as long as my coaches and my and my um, teammates respect me and respect the role, role I do for the club, um, that's all that matters. And you know, the other, the rest of it can take care of it. It'd actually be interesting to write down uh, which Swans players have broken through and have become well-known in Sydney. I reckon for the first 30 years, there was mm. Kappa, Lockett, uh, maybe probably Barry Hall, Adam Goods, uh, Lance Franklin, Toby yeah. Green maybe getting there. I, I'm not quite sure because I don't live in Sydney anymore. But uh, say again? He might be halfway, halfway there. there. Yeah, he's halfway. got <laughs> he's got to put on about ten kilos and kick at a hundred goals to to really make it. But it's uh, it's, it's uh, whilst the brands are strong, the individuals will have to work hard. Yeah, and I guess it works the other way as well. Like if guys aren't going that well, then you know you don't really feel the pressure as much yeah. as in Melbourne. Yep. So that's a benefit of it as well. So it, it does go both ways. I might ask you a couple of quick fire ones before we let you go. It's the obvious one, but who's been flying? Like, who's really impressed you this preseason? Um, I think Tom Green. He's everyone talks about him, but um, it's almost like whoever's team he's on at the moment, their team wins in that simulation. <laughs> he's been that good, so it's probably him. Okay, it's like basketball. You're the best player, you win. Um, who's yeah, one player? This may be a bit more tricky. That is in the running to play round one. That wasn't a regular in the best eighteen last year. Who's pushing hard? Um, I think uh, Darcy Jones, who's a small forward, um, he's did his ACL last year in his first year, and he's been really impressive on the track. So probably him. Mm. Tell me a bit more about him. Yeah, he's a small forward. Um, he plays a similar way to myself and Toby Bedford in terms of he's really quick and agile, um, really fit as well. So I think he'll turn a few heads early on. His mm. his skills are unbelievable as well. So um. Yeah, he's one to watch. And last one for me. Who's one of your assistant coaches that could easily be a senior coach? Yeah, good question. Um, I think the one that sticks out is uh, Brett Montgomery. Um, he sort of takes care of our defence and what he does in, term, in terms of that and what, what we were able to do last year was pretty impressive. So uh, probably him. And you got the scratch match against the Swans, the match sim coming up Thursday morning, isn't it? Yeah, Thursday morning. So looking forward to that. It'll be good to uh, run around against some uh, opposition players. Uh, it's that you, time of year where you get a bit sick of it. And you don't hate Collingwood, do you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know the hatred was that strong, but um, obviously we do. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> obviously you do. It's a club line. Uh, honestly, mate, we, we've loved watching you play. We, we did speak about you regularly. We have Daniel Hoyne from Champion Data who joins us each and every week, and he, he sings your praises most weeks. So keep it up. Uh, keep that body sound, and, and your future uh, sky's the limit for you and the club. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Appreciate the kind words.